You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee. And thanks for spending just a little bit of your day with me. So let's get right to it. Some of you, a great number of you really, have uh, reached out to me and asked my opinion about this whole Donald Trump thing and um, him being taken off the ballots in some states. Now, again, I always like to, whenever I do sort of a political show, I always like to say this is not a political podcast, okay? But I am a voter, and I am a concerned citizen, and what happens in politics, I care about it. You don't have to agree with what I say. I always say that, you know, you can have your own opinion, but this here is mine. So unless you've been living under a rock, um, this isn't, this probably isn't a surprise to you. In a stunning and unprecedented decision, the Colorado Supreme Court removed former President Donald Trump from the state's 2024 ballot, ruling that he isn't an eligible presidential candidate because of the 14th Amendment's insurrectionist ban. It was a four to three ruling. The state Supreme Court decision only applies to Colorado, but the historic ruling will undoubtedly have a huge impact on the 2024 presidential campaign. Colorado election officials have said the matter needed to be settled by January 5th, which is the statutory deadline to set the list of candidates for the GOP primary scheduled for March 5th. So today is January 10th, so five days, it's been five days ago, so January 5th has has passed. Here is what the court said. President Trump did not merely incite the the insurrection, the majority wrote in its unsigned opinion. Even when the siege on the Capitol was fully underway, he continued to support it by repeatedly demanding that Vice President Mike Pence refused to perform his constitutional duty and by calling senators to persuade them to stop the counting of electoral votes. These actions constitute overt, voluntary, and direct participation in the insurrection. They go on to say, we conclude that the foregoing evidence, the great bulk of which 
was undisputed at trial established that President Trump engaged in insurrection, the opinion added. President Trump's direct and express efforts over several months exhorting his supporters to march to the Capitol to prevent what he falsely characterized as an alleged fraud on the people of this country were indisputably overt and voluntary. In addition, the court rejected Trump's free speech claims, writing, President Trump's speech on January 6th was not protected by the First Amendment. Okay? So Trump now, as you know, has asked the Supreme Court to weigh in on this. And I think they have, they have decided that they needed to. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court has a 6-3 to three conservative majority with three justices appointed by Mr. Trump himself. And it is already under extraordinary political pressure and scrutiny, both for its ruling and its justices' ethics. Once again, the Supreme Court is being thrust into the center of a U.S. presidential election, said Richard Hansen, who is, an elect, who is an election law expert at the University of Carolina, I'm sorry, the University of California, Los Angeles, who compared the stakes to Bush versus Gore. But unlike 2000, the general political instability in the United States makes the situation now more precarious. Now, I do know that the Supreme Court and even those three justices that he appointed have ruled against him in other matters. So uh, I certainly hope that they can be unbiased uh, this time as well. Now, if you ask Trump, he is immune from any wrong. He is he has immunity. He is immune from any wrongdoing. The Constitution does not apply to him. He's been all over the news touting that because he was president, he is immune from everything. He's immune. He's a superhero. He's immune. Now, Depending on whose side you are on, you either think this is right or wrong. And of course, if you are a Trump supporter, then you think this is a grave injustice. Here's my opinion. There is only one side. And that is the right side. See, for some people, right and wrong depends on who it is. If they like you, then you're always going to be right. But if they don't like you, then you are always going to be wrong. Because to them, 
right and wrong is a person. But right is right. And you're either on its side or you're not. Grandma Lula used to always say to me, and you know I got to bring her up. I remember her saying so many times, I'm not going to uphold any of my children in the wrong. She used to always say that. Because to her, you're, you're either on the side of right or you're not. And that's how I am. Now, let me also say that the state of Maine has also removed Trump from its ballot. Both Colorado and Maine have both cited that Trump is ineligible to run for office under the 14th Amendment of the Constitution. So, to the Constitution we go. What does the 14th Amendment say? Section 3 says, and this is why they're saying that he is ineligible. This is what it says. No person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or under any state who having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature or as an executive or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same, or giving aid or comfort to the enemies thereof. But Congress may, by a vote of two-thirds of each house, remove such disability. Now, you decide for yourself. I think it's proven that he engaged in insurrection. I don't even think that that's even, that that can even be disputed. So according to the 14th Amendment, Section 3, they are absolutely right. It says you cannot hold office if you have engaged in insurrection. I don't need to be a political analyst. I don't need to be a lawyer. I don't need to be a judge to read that, understand that, and then apply it to this. Are you on the side of right? Or are you on the side of wrong? That's the question. Right or wrong is not a person, ladies and gentlemen. It's either right or it's wrong. You be the judge. That's my show. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.